All right, brave souls and easily spooked wanderers, before we dive into the adult-themed chaos of Dark Enigma, here's your legal heads up. Our tales and banter might disturb, frighten, or even offend you. If you're the kind who faints at the sight of a dark shadow, this might not be your cup of eerie tea. Consider this your warning. Listener discretion is advised, and we will not be held responsible for any spilled coffee, dropped jaws, or overly dramatic gasps that may ensue. Clutch your pearls at your own peril. So, buckle up, or don't, I'm not your mother, and you've been warned. Greetings, my fabulous heathens, and step right up to the vortex of the peculiar and unexplained. This is Dark Enigma, and I am your ringmaster, Nicole Delacroix, here to guide you through tales of things that go bump in the night, creatures that haunt your dreams, supernatural beings with more drama than your nosy neighbors, and a sprinkle of unsolved mysteries. So, Buckle up, grab your beverage of choice, and prepare to be whisked away to the dark, delightful conundrum of today's episode. Let the weirdness commence as we dive into today's dark enigma. And on today's dark enigma, brace yourselves for a topic that tickles the paranormal fancy. Here we are, diving into the abyss of the mysterious, armed with our usual dose of sarcasm and a dash of dark humor. And, of course, our drinking game, because you're chilling with a podcast, and your social calendar might be more relaxed than a ghost on a Sunday afternoon. No judgment here. We're all in this laid-back afterlife together. So, round up your favorite spirits, be it a fancy wine or a trusty brewski, and get ready to embark on a journey into the realms of the weird and the wacky. Take a swig every time you're mystified by the podcast's spellbinding tale, or equally spellbinding host. But remember, the choice of poison is entirely yours, so choose wisely and let the laughter and libations flow. Alright my dear listeners, before we jump into our regular you-know-what, I just wanted to take a moment to say a few words. As we step into the mystifying realms of 2024, May this year unfold with intriguing enigmas and boundless curiosity. Here's to unlocking the secrets of the universe together. I'm wishing you a year filled with light, love, and the joy of uncovering the unknown. I thank you for being a part of our mysterious journey so far, and may your new year be as captivating as the enigmas we're going to explore. Happy New Year, and let the adventure continue. All right. Now for the game part. How about every time I say fox, that will be a single shot. And every time I say spirits, well, that's going to be a double shot. And I'm hoping that you get that song, What Does the Fox Day, stuck in your head. Because <laughs> you know I can't help myself. All right. Now that we have the business end out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So, don your best corset. And your best top hat, because I'm still in the Victorian era, as we dive into today's offering of Beyond the Grave Giggles, the Fox Sisters' hilariously haunted history. Dom, dom, dom. You know, I got to add some drama, and it's the first episode of the new year, so drama, 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 right? All right. 
We're about to dive headfirst into the dazzling realm of the Fox Sisters, those trend-setting titans of the paranormal who turned seances into the hottest ticket in the afterlife town, way before it was remotely cool. But before we do, let's set our scene with a little something-something about the spiritualism movement in general. So, ladies and gentlemen, grab your metaphysical popcorn, because we're about to step right into the dazzling big top of the spiritualism circus. It's kind of like Cirque du Soleil, but with more ectoplasm and less trapeze artists. Okay, close your eyes, or don't, because if you're driving or doing something that you need your eyes, don't close your eyes, but close your eyes. Paint yourself a picture. The 19th century a time when seances were the hottest ticket in town. People were practically lining up to talk to the dearly departed, and the afterlife became the ultimate VIP lounge. Darkened rooms, mysterious ambience, and individuals gathered around a table, attempting to communicate with spirits through mediums. Mediums and seeresses, the figure of a medium or a seeress, typically a woman, who claimed to have the ability to communicate with the spirit world and convey messages from the deceased. They also did a little bit of things called automatic writing, which was the practice of spirits guiding a person's hand to write messages, often resulting in seemingly otherworldly scripts. Now, in a world where selfies were a distant dream, spirit photography took center stage. Spirit photography was the belief that photographs could capture images of spirits, or ghostly apparitions, often leading to the creation of eerie and ethereal photographs. But forget filters. These folks were capturing ghosts like they were Instagram influencers. Hashtag ghost goals, anyone? Seances, soirees became the hottest social gatherings. Imagine dinner parties where your table decides to pull a Houdini and levitate. Forget passing the salt, just let the spirits do the heavy lifting. And who could forget ghostly charades? Because why communicate normally when you can have spirits acting out Pictionary clues, right? Is it a ghost or a really energetic mime? Who knows? Then there was the table tapping or rapping. Spirits were believed to communicate by creating distinct tapping or rapping sounds, often in response to questions posed during a seance. And then there was parlor games, spiritualism-themed parlor games, where participants engaged in activities like crystal gazing, levitation, and other mystic rituals as a form of entertainment. And I know everybody's thinking, light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board, right? Then enter the Ouija board, the original group text of the spirit world. Families gathered around hoping that Aunt Mildred would stop spelling out shopping lists and get to the juicy gossip from beyond. The popularization of Ouija boards as a tool for communicating with spirits. It became a common and somewhat theatrical method during seances. And you know I love my drama. So let's talk some fashion. Because if you're talking to the dead... You better look fabulous doing it, right? Seance couture included everything from stylish ectoplasm-resistant cloaks to ghost-chic accessories. And if you're wondering, ectoplasm, 
is the supposed substance exuded by mediums during a trance or seance, believed to be evidence of spiritual presence. It was often depicted as a ghostly flowing material. Yeah, not so much as the little ghost out of Ghostbusters, right? I don't know. Then we also had the Victorian mourning customs. These were elaborate rituals surrounding death, including mourning attire, mourning as in grieving attire, post-mortem photography, and the use of hair jewelry made from the deceased loved one's hair. Yo, somebody call Vogue. They need to take some notes, right? But of course, every spiritual superstar had their own paparazzi. That's right. Paranormal paparazzi, if you will. They captured ectoplasmic events and seance shenanigans with the finesse of a seasoned red carpet photographer. There was even spiritualist newspapers. The rise of publications dedicated to just spiritualism, disseminating information about mediums, seances, and experiences with the spiritual world ran amok. All right, now we have a pretty good foundation with this spiritualism circus in all its glory. You know, seances, spirit photography, table levitation, and Ouija board drama. The 19th century sure knew how to throw a party with the paranormal. But now we can jump right into the hilariously haunted history of the Fox sisters. Changing gears. Hydesville, New York, 1848 where the ghosts weren't dropping beats like Coolio, but instead engaging in some spirited rapping that would make even the most spectral MC green with envy. Imagine a time when seances weren't just an otherworldly gathering, but a glamorous gala of the ghostly, where the afterlife's who's who flocked to witness the Fox sisters strutting their spectral stuff. These ladies didn't just communicate with spirits, they threw seances with the flair of a cosmic cocktail party. It's not merely a seance. It's a seance with a side of sassy sophistication, darling. So the Fox sisters, Margaret, Kate, and Leah, decide to move to Hydesville, the bustling metropolis of, well, nowhere. Nobody knew it existed. But hey, every paranormal journey starts in a town where tumbleweeds outnumber the living. But hold on to your ectoplasmic hats, because on a night steeped in the mysterious and the downright cheeky, the Fox sisters dialed up the spirits in Hydesville with a symphony of rapping that would make a woodpecker jealous. We're talking less of the traditional knock-knock, and more of a paranormal beat drop that could rival the hottest hits of the spectral charts. That's right, it wasn't just ghostly knocking. These spirits were channeling their inner 19th century influencers. Think of it as a spiritual text message, an ethereal telegram, if you will. Are you there, ghost? It's me, Nicole. <laughs> they weren't sliding into DMs. They were rapping on the walls of Hydesville like the original ghostly texters they were. It's like witnessing the first ever seance sent with the sophistication of a cosmic emoji. Because when ghosts communicate, well, they do it in style, with just a dash of cheeky charm. And of course, the locals were both fascinated and terrified. I mean, who wouldn't be thrilled to have a spectral DJ dropping beats in their humble abode, right? But these sisters weren't just rapping. They were setting the spiritual scene ablaze. Soon, they were the talk of the town. 
and Hydesville was the new spiritual hotspot. Move over, Broadway. We've got the Fox sisters on center stage. You know, imagine the Kardashians, but with fewer contour kits and more ectoplasm-resistant fashion. P.T. Barnum, the circus maestro himself, sniffs the scent of scandal and decides to cash in on these ghostly gals. The Kardashians of the seance circuit were born. And let's talk fashion, because obviously the afterlight has a dress code. The Fox sisters were trendsetters in seance style. I mean, who wouldn't want to rock an ectoplasma-resistant cloak at their next paranormal party, right? But wait, there's so much more. Ectoplasm became the must-have accessory at seances. Forget handbags. These ladies were manifesting ectoplasm like it was going out of style. Spoiler alert, it did. From wrapping to fashion-forward seances, these ladies were the pioneers of the paranormal. Now, we've uncovered seances, dabbled in ectoplasmic fashion, and now it's time to spill the ectoplasmic tea on the scandals, spectacles, and sass that surrounded these spiritual superstars. Ah, love in the afterlife, where paranormal romance meets Victorian scandal. The Fox sisters didn't just communicate with spirits, they had ghostly admirers. It's like a supernatural episode of The Bachelor, but you know, with fewer roses and more ethereal wooing, right? And that's where P.T. Barnum comes in, the ultimate showman who smelled the scandal like sharks smell blood. He never met a sucker he didn't fleece. He scooped up the Fox sisters and turned their seances into, well, a three-ring circus. Because nothing says otherworldly communication like a ringmaster in a tent. Accusations of fraud started flying faster than ghosts in a haunted house. Critics were like, wait, you mean spirits aren't standing in line to talk to us? I know you love my valley girl, right? It was a spiritual scandal of epic proportions. But we're going to revisit the seance fashion for just a second, because being ghost chic isn't easy. Rumor has it that spirits had fashion police on the other side, giving low ratings for lack of ectoplasmic flair. Can you imagine the horror? Oh my god! Gasp! Spiritualism had its own set of ethics. A ghostly rule book, if you will. But the Fox sisters didn't always play by the rules. It was like a game of Monopoly, but instead of hotels, they were buying up scandals and utilities for their seances. Rival mediums entered the ring like paranormal WWF wrestlers. It was a seance showdown, with spirits as the referees. Mediums slinging ectoplasmic insults and spirits throwing shade from the sidelines. Love affairs, P.T. Barnum's meddling, accusations of fraud, and fashion faux pas. These ladies were the real housewives of the spirit world. All right, we've danced with the spirits, spilled the spectral tea, and now it's time to unravel the inevitable. The Fox sisters fall from the spiritual stardom they once held so high. As the saying goes, what goes up must come down. The Fox sisters were riding high on their spiritual roller coaster, but skepticism was lurking around the corner. Cue the skeptics armed with side eyes sharper than a seance's crystal ball. Enter one Harry Houdini, the master of magic and debunker of spiritual shenanigans. And Houdini wasn't buying what the Fox sisters were selling. 
or rather rapping, I guess. He exposed their tricks with the finesse of a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat, only this time it was ectoplasm. Houdini was the original debunker, and he wasn't about to let the Fox Sisters seance circus go unchallenged. And Houdini attended seances like he was on a ghostly pub crawl, just with less ale and more skepticism. He watched as tables levitated, spirits wrapped, and ectoplasm flowed like a spectral river. But Houdini had a sixth sense, a sense for detecting the scent of spiritual trickery or bullshit. (laughs) Houdini wasn't content to just spectate. He wanted to pull back the curtain on the spirit's antics. With the finesse of a magician revealing the secrets of a disappearing act, Houdini unmasked the Fox sisters' tricks. And just like that, Houdini penned his own ghostly expose, A Magician Among the Spirits. It was like the Ghostbusters handbook for seance debunking. In it, he revealed the methods behind the medium madness, leaving the spiritual community shooketh. Houdini's involvement in the Fox Sisters story wasn't just a chapter, it was a whole magical saga. His legacy as the patron saint of skeptics lives on, reminding us all to question the paranormal status quo. Houdini waltzed in, saw through the ectoplasmic haze, and left with the satisfaction of a magician who just pulled off the greatest disappearing act of all time. The jig was up, and the Fox Sisters had to face the music. In a shocking twist, they confessed to some spectral trickery. Duh! It was like finding out your favorite TV show had been using ghostwriters all along. <laughs> betrayal in the afterlife? <laughs> the spiritual community felt the betrayal like a ghostly breakup. The once adoring fans turned into spectral haters. It was like they pulled a Ouija board breakup. It's not you. It's your ectoplasm. And so the Fox sisters' descent from spiritual stardom was as swift as a seance table levit- levitation. Public trust plummeted faster than a ghost with a fear of heights. It was the end of an era, or as the spirits might say, a seance apocalypse. But fear not, dear listeners, for the Fox sisters left us with an ectoplasmic legacy. Even in their fall from grace, they gave us the gift of ghostly giggles and scandalous seances. It's like they planned their own afterlife sitcom, titled Ghostly Giggles and Seance Selfies. Now, my spectral jesters and supernatural stand-up enthusiasts, it's time to unearth the hidden humor in the Fox Sisters' tale. Who says seances have to be all serious and ectoplasmic, right? Let's dive into the realm of beyond-the-grave giggles, where even the spirits can't help but crack a celestial smile. Picture this. Spirits telling jokes from the great beyond. Why did the ghost go to the party? Because he heard it was going to be a blast. Okay, yeah, I try. Even the afterlife, life, laughter is timeless. Seances weren't just serious affairs. No, they were also ripe for satire. Spirits engaging in celestial stand-up, making puns about their spectral struggles. It's like an otherworldly comedy club. Who says ghosts can't have a sense of humor? Imagine ectoplasmic pranks, spectral whoopee cushions, and ghostly pie-in-the-face moments. Even the spirits needed a good laugh between seances. Historical accounts tell tales of spirits recounting their earthly mishaps with a celestial chuckle. Remember that time I scared the living daylights out of old Mr. Thompson? Classic ghost move, right? 
In a world where spirit photography was all the rage, imagine ghosts trying to perfect their selfie game. Ectoplasmic emoji faces and ethereal filters. Because even spirits want to look their best in the afterlife paparazzi shots. The Fox sisters left us not just with seance scandal, but also with the gift of beyond-the-grave giggles. Their story reminds us that even in the spectral realm, a good laugh transcends time and space. Now, before we wrap up this supernatural soiree, let's take a ghostly stroll down memory lane and revisit how we came to be here. The spiritualism movement unfolded like a grand circus, complete with spirit photography, table levitation, and the Ouija board craze. And let's not forget the fashion faux pas, because ectoplasmin resistant cloaks are the new black. We unraveled the mysteries of the Fox sisters, Margaret, Kate, and Leah, the original paranormal trendsetters. From their rise in Hydesville to becoming the Kardashians of the 19th century, these ladies knew how to make seances chic. We started with their humble Hydesville beginnings, where ghosts were rapping like it was an otherworldly freestyle battle. Enter the scandalous phase where love affairs mingled with accusations of fraud, P.T. Barnum's meddling, and ghostly charades. The Fox sisters' seances were not just spiritual events, they were also the hottest ticket in town for a paranormal soap opera. Then came the Houdini factor, the great escape artist who unmasked the spirits like a supernatural detective. Houdini, the ghostbuster of his time, revealed the tricks behind the seance circus, and left with the satisfaction of a magician who just pulled off the greatest disappearing act. Finally, we delved into the beyond the grave giggles, where even spirits couldn't resist a good laugh. Seances weren't just serious affairs, they were cosmic comedy clubs with ghostly stand-up and ectoplasmic pranks. So as we leave the realm of wrapping ghosts in ectoplasmic fashion, always remember... Why did the ghost break up with his boo? He wanted a ghoul friend with a better sense of humor. I know, I love the puns. <laughs> Until next time, keep your seances scandalous, your spirits sassy, and your laughter echoing through the afterlife. And here we are, folks, at the eerie end of another Dark Enigma escapade. Thanks for hanging in there with me through the twists and turns of the paranormal playground. Before you slip back into the mundane realm, let those supernatural thoughts swirl like a ghostly apparition. Reach out to me, your fearless paranormal navigator, at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. Got ideas for future episodes, or just want to swap some spooky stories? I'm all ears, and I respond faster than a cryptid vanishing into the night. This has been Dark Enigma, signing off from the cryptic corridors of Renegade Talk Radio. Until our wavelengths cross again... Keep those ghost detectors charged, and beware of things that go bump in the night. Stay enigmatic, my spectral sidekicks, and remember, the real mystery is how I manage to make every exit sound like a plot twist. Catch you on the flip side. See you, my heathens. I love ya. Mwah, 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 mwah. We don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.